the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, curious minds out there in our ever-expanding radio land. Welcome to CC with BB. Connecting with Coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. That's me. This is the only radio show in the world dedicated to the study of coincidences, synchronicity, and serendipity. We are coming to you through the X-Zone Broadcast Network located in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and broadcasting all over the world. I'm a psychiatrist. I am building on the synchronicity work of psychiatrist Carl Jung, Jung was more theoretical and I am more practical, trying to make synchronicity part of everybody's everyday life. The phrase connecting with coincidence is my brand name. It is the name of my book, my Psychology Today blog, my website, and my social media sites. Be sure to visit my YouTube channel too. To find any and all of them, please put connecting with coincidence in your search engine. Would you like to know how sensitive you are to coincidences? Take the weird coincidence survey on my website. Coincidences can help with the practical, emotional, and spiritual in your life. They let us know we have abilities like telepathy, clairvoyance, precognition, and what I call human GPS. Human GPS is our ability to get to places we need to go without consciously intending to go there. Coincidences also point us toward other intelligences that may be influencing our lives. And sometimes these intelligences appear to trick us. Synchronicities offer a path towards spiritual development. Unlike meditation, which is primarily self-involved, synchronicities show us how connected each of us is to our surroundings. Our minds function in our mental atmosphere what I call the psychosphere. Just as we breathe in oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide, we also inspire energy information and send out energy information. The scaffolding of the psychosphere is being strengthened by the rapid development of the internet. This scaffolding provides support for our psi abilities of telepathy, clairvoyance, precognition, and psychokinesis. One of Jung's many definitions of synchronicity involved an existential aspect that that some synchronicities and particularly coincidences he wanted to define as synchronicities help people individuate, help people become who they are. In Jung's term, become the self, which with a capital S. The synchronicity terms definitions have changed and are altered in all kinds of ways, but this particular definition in which synchronicities help people individuate is kind of a counseling or psychotherapy by synchronicity. Jung had an example uh, you can see on my website and my Psychology Today blog about Jung and the scarab. It's the most well-known of synchronicities wasn't a great example because in that description, in that story, Jung didn't say what happened uh, with the patient after the scarab and the, the patient's dream matched in Jung's office. He just said the patient did better. Well, I had a case just yesterday in which I can describe what happened more specifically in the manner of change for this person. 
We start with the idea that dreams sometimes alert the dreamer to psychological conflicts they are now ready to process. Synchronicities can sometimes be thought of in the same way. A big coincidence can dramatically mirror a psychological conflict the person is ready to work on. In this case, for much of her life, beginning as a young child, Maria had feared that someone would viciously spill blood in front of her. This fear took many, many forms, always blood, always vicious. As a young adult alcoholic, she imagined that another pain-ridden alcoholic would seriously cut himself in front of her. And then sober for more than two years, it did happen. A man in her apartment building, a person who had talked about suicide and was drinking himself to death, cut himself in front of her, deeply cut him self much blood with it she felt deeply wounded traumatized she wondered why did god do this to her why with my help she saw that she had a choice to believe that god did it to punish her or to help her i suggested as in dream work this coincidence suggested she was now ready to resolve this imagined but now real scene I asked her which was worse, the dreams or the realities. She could not answer at first, and then much to her surprise, she realized the dreams were scarier. From that, she could see that she was making up much of what she feared. She also realized that she had partially manipulated the scene to happen. She could now take, she could now take more responsibility for herself than she ever had before. We will discuss this story with our guest, Linnea Starr. We'll be back after a short break. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Is it science or is it magic? 
Once a magical thing has been scientifically proven, is it no longer magic? Or is magic simply the science of tomorrow? Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, on The Science of Magic, a syndicated radio program dedicated to combining the science and magic of today's dynamic and controversial topics to co-create new solutions. By triangulating information from today's leading experts from the scientific and magical fields, we uncover expansive and evolutionary truths you won't find anywhere else. Join us daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, as I interview the shared thoughts with the amazing guests from both science and magic. The resulting knowledge is unprecedented. As a gift to you, the listener, past episodes can be accessed on our website free of charge at thescienceofmagic.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500 plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back to CC with BB, connecting with coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beipman, MD, and that's me. Our guest today is Linnea Starr. Linnea Starr talks about problems and situations like the one I just presented to you. She She has some sense for the way in which higher spirits are involved with our lives. Linnea began to display a connection to the metaphysical realm as a young child. Her grandmother was a medium, and the family felt she had inherited the gift of second sight. She does past, present, and future readings for people and finds that synchronicity is a fascinating aspect of the metaphysical realm. She works as a psychic medium and finds that synchronicity plays an important part in her work. Linnea, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm very, very honored to be discussing this wonderful phenomenon with you, and thank you so much. It's just wonderful to educate, entertain, and enlighten our listening audience, and that's something that you seem to do quite um, a, a huge segment of the metaphysical realm, so it's greatly appreciated, especially by me. I like that you say educate and uh, entertain because I love the learning entertainment interface. It, it, you got It's fun to do both, and it helps. What, what did you? What's your reaction to the story I just told? Well, I think that you were able to help this lovely person to ascertain what was coming through to help her. And I think in unlocking that mystery for her, I think it gave her some freedom. And the coincidences that seemed to be very connected to her life, I think, were, was a God wink to let her continue on a pathway of productivity and leave anything that was sad or unpleasant behind her. So I think it was a very uh, wonderful um, epiphany for her, and you were great to lead her to that, you know, that stairway for herself. You've used the term God wink. Could you define that, please? Yeah, I'm going to say that. To me, um, when the synchronicity force becomes, you know, very relevant to you or me or the public, I think that's the spirit world's methodology in opening up our eyes to see something beyond the, re- you know, the regular life, earth life. I think that's just a vibration to say, guess what, there's more to the life uh, force than we know, and if we avail ourselves to these winks, I think it can help us discover more about ourselves and take us to a higher level of development. What, what I was able to t- 
talk about with her that she seemed to accept is that it was a partnership between her and God that made her be able to come to this realization that she could see that she was in part responsible for the creation of this coincidence. Absolutely. It's hand in hand. So we participate, the spirit world participates, and when we get it, which is what this lovely lady did, it gives you, I think, a very comforting sense that there's a presence around us that's guiding us and trying to lead us to a higher level of development, personally and spirituality-wise. Yeah, this presence. Uh, I'm quite interested in defining this presence in, I would call more... um, scientific terms because I I tend to think as a psychiatrist like scientifically I I want to be able to break down um, conceptually uh, what we mean by God and what we mean by the spirit world and it's just it's my way of doing it it certainly isn't the only way so I've hypothesized a a psychosphere in which there are entities and spirits that are working with us and that with whom we can work if we're open to them but it's similar to what I would guess you would say too Absolutely, you're right. There's something there, and it's um, intangible to some people, but then to some people who open up to the vibration, your energy level combines with the energy level of the other side, and I think um, together that makes a great successful ability to understand you know, the magical, mystical, metaphysical realm. Now, that's what I want to hear you describe, because you experience the energy level of the, of the person uh, resonates with the energy level of the spirit. Yes. In my work, particularly in my work when I'm doing the mediumship part of it, I'm drawn to individuals you know, in the group, and I seem to have an energy connection to something that's around them. And oftentimes I'm able to get evident, evidentiary information. I'm able to ascertain that it's a mother or a father or a child. And to me, that's just you know, um, proving to myself that your soul spirit continues on after your physical is is gone. That's how I take that to be. Yes, and that's what you have worked with, the idea that the soul spirit continues on and can be contacted with. And what I, I'm I'm have an idea about one of the mechanisms by by which some people make those connections, um, and it has to do without going too much detail something called the Schumann resonance, uh, which tends to be uh, a resonance of electromagnetic currents going on all around us now. There are plenty of others, but this one's been around a long time, and its correlation with the brain wave with, with brain waves because some of the some of the EEG um, energy patterns are the same as the Schumann resonance. And so when you get your brain in in the place of the Schumann resonance uh, energy levels, that allows for a better connection between here and there. And yeah, I, and I'm going to say I'm going to say too that you might have experienced this far more than than I do because of your your medical expertise. But sometimes when you go into a hospital setting or a nursing home or an assisted living facility, you can see diminished energy around the people that are living there. And you know some people are ill, so their auras are not as discernible as a healthy person. But conversely, when you walk into a school you know, a preschool, an elementary school, a high school, you see this very bright, vivid energy filled with colors around a person who's very healthy and in an earlier stage of life. So it's almost showing us that your own aura, your own electrical force will change through illness or aging or, you know, whatever circumstances surround you. So I've always felt that that's very viable for me, and it almost is very much like Curlian photography, the Russian photographer that took pictures of different objects, and he could ascertain an electrical magnet force around every object that he took a picture of. Now, let's take that uh, energy levels that you that you see, and then I'm experiencing more and more. But no, I don't think I see it as clearly as you. But I know it's there. I more feel it. Uh, and then how how do you conceptualize the energy level of the individual resonating, if that's the right word for you, with the spirit world uh, spirits? Yes, thank you. I'm going to say that when I come to someone who you know is wanting to 
have this experience, I pick up a lot of their energy, and mm-hmm. you know it's usually very positive. But then all of a sudden, within their energy field, there's another cadre of energy, and I can almost see the color. Sometimes it's gold, sometimes it's pink, sometimes it's green. But I know that there's another energy level that's trying to connect to the client that I'm talking to. So it's almost like I'm working off the client's energy as well as the soul spirit's energy that wants to communicate um, light and love to the person that's you know seeking my services. Yeah, that's what I think. I'm, that's what I think you're um, conceptualizing with you. The that you find something within the aura, within the energy field of the client, that is the resonating capacity that can make a connection to the spirit world. Correct. I think that's the better way to, you know, explain it because you actually see it and as yourself you feel it. But when you do feel a a double vibration, then you know that the individual that's coming back to speak with us wants to connect their energy level to the person, you know, that I'm working with. And it's very, very predominant. I find it quite frequently in the work that I do, as as you also do within your realm of um, professionalism. Well, it's almost something like that the, the spirit trying to make the contact um, evokes in part from the client the frequency that, through which that contact can be made. Yes, it has to be, you know, in harmony. I agree with you. The person that's wanting to make a connection has to have a harmonious ability to say, I'm open to this, please come to me. And I think being open like that, it creates a positive vibration that attracts the spirit realm to come into the aura of the the living person I'm speaking to, and I can get soul spirit energy and give evidentiary information that calms and comforts the loved one. So when the spirit comes into the aura of the loved one, how do you tap into that knowledge and that connection with the spirit? What I will do is I will speak to the client, you know, I'll ask some questions, and I will give them what I'm perceiving. And I might say that it's a child or a mother or a father. And immediately upon the identification of, you know, the individual the gender or the relationship, the energy level seems to fluctuate to a higher vibration. And I think that's the soul spirit energy almost setting off an alarm to the client to say she hit on what we want. She's connecting to what you need to hear. And I find that once you make that initial connection in a group setting or in a large audience interactive setting, you can see a very noticeable change around the client's demeanor and they get very energized and they get very focused. And that, I think, is helpful to make the consistent connection that the client is hoping to receive. And somehow the group helps maintain or make the connection too? I think, just my own personal feeling, I think it's the combined energy of everybody in the room. You know, we're all living beings. We're created in the image and likeness of God. We have a soul spark, which is what I call living people. So our soul spark energy seems to um, emanate from everyone. And as I'm focusing on the person that, you know, I want to receive the info for, it almost is like their energy substantiates you know, what I'm doing and the spirit taps into the energy. And I think that collective energy makes the spirit's energy stronger. Yeah, I would believe I would believe that and would also make the the, the client's energy stronger. Um, of as course, they, you're as right. They, and, and, and where where you you, you you're a connector here. Um, you're a conduit. That's exactly what it is. You're right. Uh, I'm a conduit. I kind of attract the spirit, soul spirit energy, but then it emanates to the person I'm speaking to, and it it's enhanced by other positive human people, you know, soul spark people wanting to make a connection for themselves. And, you know, it's impossible to reach everybody. We wish we could. But when I'm in a big group, I do at least 30 to 40 people. And it's amazing because when I start out at the initial beginning, it seems to get more energized as I go from person to person because I think everybody's vibration is at a higher level. And so they're more open to it as I give an information, a factual information. It's almost like you can hear a humming in the room as I, you know, like a beehive, it's 
it's like I've made a connection and now the next person is open to say, come to me, come to me, and their soul spirit is ready, willing, and able to let them know they want to communicate with them from the other side. Well, we're getting, we're getting near the end of this segment. Um, and one of the questions that I want to have for you in the next segment has to do with how you think you, you go about um, making that uh, connection to the soul spirit that wants to make the connection to this other person. Because that's, that's your talent. That's your ability. Somehow you're able Thank to you. do that. And we'll Thank get you. back. We will get back to with Linnea Starr in our next segment after a short break. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Ancient prophecies, legends, and current events indicate we're entering a high-frequency era supporting enlightenment. During expansive times, old rules fail, necessitating access to the ever-shifting currents of life for guidance. There's an ancient form of shamanism through which we can obtain the information we need. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Art School, with a great new provision for those interested in spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow is an upcoming series of leading-edge online affordable classes designed to guide and support you and your family during these times of transition. Embrace the magic. Empower your life. Study Galactic Shamanism at FindYourPathHome.com. 
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick. Sorry, kids. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Welcome back to CC with BB, connecting with coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. And our guest today is Linnea Starr. What a great conversation we're having about how we connect spirit worlds and our worlds and resonating in energy. And Linnea's particular talent, as far as I can define it in terms that I can use, is somehow being able to find in the spirit world the soul that the person she is having as a client is seeking to make contact with or the spirit that is making trying to make contact with her client. And I want to know how she, as a transducer, as I might call it, or a connector, as I might call it, makes that happen or facilitates that to happen. So great. I'm going to say that they noticed I had this ability when I was about four and a half and my grandmother's mother was a gifted lady and they seemed to feel what I was exhibiting was an early manifestation of this gift. So they nurtured it and they, you know, worked with me on it and I was always very open and conducive to it. So it's been with me a constant companion since I was, you know, a little girl. How, 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 to, how, how, did, how did they, how did they train you? What did they do to help bring it out of you, besides that you were interested? Yes, thank you. My parents and my grandmother um, and my great-grandmother seemed to feel that this was a gift from God and that it was to be treasured and to only be used for the highest caliber of intentions. And it's in the scriptures. Um, if a stranger can come into your midst and tell you something that's true, or it does become true, then you're channeling the divine realm because a human can't do that. The human has to have assistance from the other side. So they kind of told me that it was more of a gift that I was to share with people to help them have comfort, to know that their loved ones were not lost, and that the grave is not the end. The grave is just the beginning of our eternal life when our soul, spirit, you know, goes to glory, goes to whatever, you know, um, foundation of faith you might have been um, privy to but I think they wanted me to spread the word that the soul is eternal and that's how I, I take my gift I think I'm supposed to share this message sort of evangelically it's like here you are whatever you may believe in and every religion is so wonderful and so beautiful it's like a kaleidoscope and you're all promised one thing in every religion and that's eternal life and so I'm just trying to pave the way to say if you're open to it and if you can just work with me with your energy, the soul spirit energy will connect and you'll have the results that I'm trying to, you know, um, portray for you. I'm particularly interested in the way you were raised and how that made it happen for you. And one of the things you said was they told you you had a gift and you needed to share it and they defined it for you. Was there anything else they did to help that happen? Well, my father and mother, my grandparents on both sides, had a very strong foundation of faith. And they felt that, you know, we have a, a mission on the earth plane, that our soul uh, is given to us from God, 
and what we do with our life is our gift back to him. So I'm going to say it was instilled very young within me that this was um, almost a public service. I couldn't hide it. They didn't want me to hide it. They wanted me to be conducive, to share it with um, other people. It was kind of a difficult gift to have as a little girl because it kind of separated me from school friends. It was a little difficult to handle, I have to admit that. But now, you know, that it's so open with people such as yourself and other um, people leading in this industry. So I think it's widely accepted now, whereas maybe when I was a little girl, it was something that people were nervous or they were a little afraid of to discuss. Well, some of our listeners may have may continue to be the, the way you were. Somehow it was, you made you be different and made you be feel weird. Um, that you were different, that you weren't like everybody else. What was it that was different? Well, the difference was that I could tell somebody something and it would happen. I could mention something to an adult or, you know, a child that I knew, and it wasn't something that I should know. And, you know, people would contact my parents and they would say, how did she know the grandmother's name? How did she know the street they lived on? And my parents were very um, open about it and they just said, you know, she's special is a gift around her. And I was also born with something. You might be familiar with it. I was born with something called a call, C-A-U-L, and that's a white membrane on the baby's face. And it's not a deformity, but the legend has it that if you're born with a call, you have the gift of second sight. So it's almost like from your birth, you're being told that, guess what, there is a special gift around this particular individual. Yeah, and that and that turned out to be the case, and it, it was did, because, right? it was because you would say things to people that you shouldn't have known. That's right. I had a knowledge that for a little girl or a teenager or you know a college student, it was like she doesn't know that she doesn't know us. And what I find is when you do give a prophecy and it does come true for the person, or you do give a sign, an A-port, you tell somebody they're going to get something, and then it's received down the road. It's almost like, you know, that uh, God wink that says the soul spirit told her to tell you that, and look, it's come true for you. Can you say anything about uh, our conversation that you're getting from the other side? Well, I'm going to say um, I do um, pick up a very nurturing woman around you is your mother still here on the earth plane your own mother no all right well i'm getting a vibration about her and uh for some reason she keeps showing me um november does someone have a connection to november at all no is it a birthday an anniversary a passing anything in november that's important to you no Well, it might be around the little girl. You know, you did mention a very beautiful little child around you, and they're telling me that um, she could be gifted, uh, I'm going to say intellectually, as well as artistically. So watch for early manifestations of a um, very perceptive little girl, and she could be doing something with artwork. I don't know if that's been established yet, but they're showing me that as she goes through, you know, her early childhood and her adolescence, there could be a great artistic Um, endeavor that makes itself known and there are some children that are born with a a progeny kind of connection where they're very very advanced and I'm being told that as she's you know in first grade second grade third grade you're going to see a very dramatic artistic um, kind of connection to her is she showing any kind of artistic flair right now for her age she loves to dance she loved to dance and uh could be dancing um, I took her to dance with me, and she had a great time uh, when she was like three and a half. Uh, oh wow! And uh, she I, even I could start singing, and she starts to move. So, and she she's a special one. I mean, everybody uh, everybody thinks their grandchildren are special ones, but that there's something about her maybe that might be like. But when you talked earlier about a nurturing woman around. Could you uh, see what you can get about what you mean by that? It's not my mother who was not particularly nurturing, uh, uh, very often on cold uh, and nurturing in a kind of sexual way. Uh, so it wasn't the kind of nurturing that I heard you saying. Is it a grandmother then? Was you, were you close to one of your grandmothers? Did you have a connection to a family grandmother in your yeah, life? Uh, yes, my grandmother. Uh, I, was, I was named after her uh, husband who died when 
when he was in his early 30s. Uh, so, and, I'm and sorry I, for that. Okay. So she had a special bond with you naturally because you're her grandson and you also bore the name of, you know, the wonderful granddad. Why does she say Hannah or Anna? Do you have a Hannah or an Anna around you? Yes, that's my mother's name. Anne. That's my mother's Anna? name. Anna. Anne. Right. Anne. Anne. All right. I'm going to say, you know, on the other side, um, there is forgiveness. So if there were some discrepancies naturally on the earth plane, I think by the time we reach the other side, there is forgiveness. So I think what I'm supposed to say is that there were certain things that happened that maybe the person didn't know how to be or how to be the way we would have wanted them to be. So I think there's an apology there from a very lovely um, grandmother with, you know, your mother. And they're also giving me um, the name Daniel. Does someone have the name Daniel or Danielle around you? No. All right, well, listen for that. It could be a teacher connected to the little one. And they are showing me um, New York City. So do you have a connection to New York City? Are you, do you have any business in Manhattan at all? Absolutely. Um, right. I have a cousin that lives there, and I have a bunch of relatives on my father's side uh, are from New York, and my parents came from Germany, and that's where they went to New York because there were relatives there. All right, well, they're showing me that, and for some reason, why are they showing me um, December? Do you have a birthday or an anniversary or a passing in December in your life right now? December is the birth date of my granddaughter and grandchild. How oh, beautiful. Okay. Well, it's only December 10th to the 20th. Do you have anything in that 10-day period? Is there anything, you know, that's connecting to you right now from December 10th to the 20th? Can't tell you that. Um, uh, I was wondering if you were going to come up with December 25th in that because uh, cause the reason I say that is because uh, talking about loving and nurturing, there's a person in my life who's alive, who's here, that is is just what I thought of when you said uh, nurturing. Um, right. Well, that could be that person. Are you going to have a connection to that individual by Christmas? We have a connection. Great. Well, we I have... got the 10th to the 20th. And how old is this particular person? 30. All right. Well, I'm going to say they were meant to be in your life. You were meant to be in their life. And sometimes we find people... Um, as we, you know, learn and we grow and develop ourselves. And why did they say Rebecca? Do you have a Rebecca in your life at all? No. All right. Well, I hear those two names. Rebecca is very biblical. But yeah. I'm going to say I see great happiness with the December connection that, you know, I was a few days off. But it says show the December connection. And um, are you going to New York for um, any of the holidays in December at all? No. All right, well, there could be an invitation to, I see Radio City Music Hall, and I see the Upper West Side, so they're showing me that. So, well, you know, write that down, keep that in mind, because sometimes a prophecy will evolve over a certain period of time, and we just, as you are, I'm sure, we just have to be a little bit open to it. Well, you got the Upper West Side right. That's where my cousin lives at 103rd and Central Park West. Oh, nice. How beautiful. Congratulations. Yeah. And I think you're going to of... be going there. Yeah, that's great. Maybe not in December, but uh, sometimes. That that was uh, that was was very nice to hear how you did it, not just what you said, but as I tried to listen to how you did it, um, just kind of having it flow through you. Uh, the information you. just came to you, and, and you're so fluid in being able to respond to it. And I can hear that it's not coming from you particularly, but coming from something around you and through you. And that that is perhaps the the best lesson in all of this for our listeners is to see just how you were, let's say, channeling uh, this mm -hmm. information by letting it come through you, because it's an example of how uh, we can let the love of the divine come through us, uh, that if we open ourselves up and get away from ego things and our self-involvement, we can have love come through us in a way that's magical and wonderful. Yeah, and I'm going to say that your little one, um, she might be making a connection to your grandmother. I started to do that at her age. So I think your grandmother is saying that the baby might have dreams or she might start to talk about things that you'll make a connection to to the um, your, your past. And the sad thing is that sometimes when children reach the age of, age of reason, seven or eight, they begin to lose the um, ability 
the, the veil kind of closes on them. But she is showing me a ballerina. So does the baby do ballet yet? Yes. We're, we're come to the end of this segment. Oh, and okay. We'll be back after a short break. Thank you. The Earth is under ever-increasing pressure from untenable lifestyles and growing populations. Yet, viable answers seem in short supply. What if I told you there's an ancient form that can empower you to take charge of your life? What if your entire family could be enfolded and supported by life itself, finding safe passage through challenging times? I'm Gwilda Wiecka, founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School with Great News, an upcoming series of leading-edge online affordable classes based in an ancient form of shamanism easily learned and used by your entire family. Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow are a series of online adult and children's lessons instructing your entire family on natural law, how to cooperate with and be supported by the powers of the universe. Visit findyourpathhome.com to find these unique and powerful classes. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize, while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. is truth? Historically, we viewed things as either being true or false. Now as we enter a more expansive era, we find the question is not, is it true, but rather, how true is it? I'm Gwilda Wiecka, host of the Science of Magic Radio, a syndicated, internationally broadcast radio program dedicated to uncovering this ever-expanding truth. Join me daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, as I interview today's leading experts from the fields of science and magic to uncover the hidden truth between the lines drawn in the sand. What we unearth in our discussions is not only amazing, but totally unprecedented. You won't want to miss a single episode. In service to our listeners, past episodes can always be found on our website with our compliments at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back to CC with BB. Our guest today is Linnea Starr, and this is really a great 
conversation. I got lost in it and forgot we were in the fourth se segment now. Linnea, let's get to coincidences and synchronicity. What was the earliest manifestation of the phenomenon of synchronicity for you? Well, I'm going to say I think I noticed it, you know, growing up, and there were just things that I saw that seemed to gel into each other. And um, we were in Florida. My grandfather had passed away, sadly, and I was taking it very, very hard, naturally. Grandfathers are so wonderful. And I asked my grandfather to send me something. I said, you know, it's the holiday and I'm missing you. Please send me something that's special. And I went into a little store to buy, um, you know, some soda. And there were a bunch of tourists at the um, checkout counter and they asked me if I was Swedish and my family's from that part of the world. So I said, yes, yes, you know, yes, we're Swedish. And so the lady ahead of me was paying with a credit card and her name was Johansson. Well, that's my last name. And my grandfather was Enar Johansson. So I'm standing there looking at this lady and she said, we have the same last name. And I said, it's not a coincidence. I asked my my papa to send me something for Christmas and I got the name and I know that that was him sending me that beautiful connection to let me know that he heard me. <laughs> oh, good. Um, what about synchronicity as the universe's unique method to open our minds to there's more going on around us as we meander through our lives? Yeah, I'm going to say that um, recently I was on my way to do an event, a local event, in an area that I'm not familiar with. And one of my very wonderful clients texted me, and he's moving to Ohio, and he's having a little hesitancy. And he said, you know, do you think my father would send me something? And I said, well, you know, let's ask him. And, you know, I continued on my way. I finished the text. I pulled over to text, and then I was driving again. And as I went about 10 miles down the road, my GPS said, turn down Marina Road. Well, that's not a common name, but that's the name of my client's daughter that I predicted. She's five now. So I took a picture of that sign, and I texted the gentleman, and I said, Kevin, look what I just got. And he texted back and said, that's my dad showing us a little bit of a road map, meaning I should make that change. And I said, I think so, too. So I got to the event a few minutes later. I walked in. They were anonymous. You know, I don't know these wonderful people. And halfway through the event, I said, I'm supposed to show you this. It was a blonde lady across from me. And I took the text with the picture, and I said, I'm supposed to show you Marina Road. And she said, oh, my God, I have a cousin named Kevin. Marina's his little girl. And she said, um, our fathers were brothers, and his dad was my godfather. Now, I'm screaming because the Kevin she's talking about is my client, and we texted him immediately, and he texted back to say, my dad sent me two synchronicity messages, the street with the little girl's name on it, Kevin's daughter, and his cousin, who is the goddaughter of Kevin's um, dad. It, it was just phenomenal. The whole room was like, how did that happen? I said, it's from the other side. It's Kevin's father connecting to let him know, I heard you, Kevin. Here's your cousin, who's my goddaughter, and Kevin is going to make the move. He felt that those signs were so positive, it was his father reinforcing the ability that Kevin can relocate and have a happy life. Yeah, that's one of the functions of coincidences is to affirm or confirm a decision somebody is making to, to have them feel more comfortable that they are on the right path. Absolutely. And this was one of those that really did that uh, to, for someone. Now, I, I'm, uh, I'm a doctor. I look for mechanisms when I can, even though it's difficult in psychiatry sometimes to do it. We still try. How does someone from the other side help make major coincidences like this happen? Well, I think that they're watching over us with light and love, and I think they can tune into our happiness, and I think they can tune into our anxiety, and I think that at the appropriate moment when we need to have that boost, I think then they put the wheels in motion for you to get the answer to a question that you're contemplating or to help you get through a situation. I have a very lovely family I've known for several years, and I seem to have this constant connection to the father who's been gone 20-some-odd years. And over the summer, I dreamt of him, and he said, call my daughter, tell her the little one should take the singing lessons, and I 
called the lady the next day and I said, listen, I said, your dad came to me in a dream and he feels that your littlest uh, daughter is very gifted singing and should maybe take the lessons that you've been, you know, contemplating. And I said, um, I don't know why I dreamt of him last night, you know, after midnight. And the girl was very surprised. She goes, you don't know what today is. And I said, no, Renee, I don't. She said, it's the 21st anniversary of my dad's passing. He's been gone 21 years today. Now, I wouldn't know that fact. I knew her and I knew the little one. She said, and I think my dad is trying to come through to say he knows my little, all my kids, but my baby who's talented. And I think that gave them a very, very comfort level knowing that the dad is still very connected to them and I have such a nice um, ability to connect with him to give them a message just as they needed it like I did with Kevin. Yes. I can I can visualize you're making that connection um, through the anniversary of the death at the right time for them. That is information coming through you that I'm learning, uh, at least conceptually, how to think about what you what you're doing there. The Kevin uh, story earlier, where you had nothing to do with it except were part of observing it. I mean, you had something to do with it. You were in the middle of it, but right. the, the but the signs and the and the relatives thing, you didn't do. Maybe you did somehow, but I, I'm trying to. That's a that's a difficult one, more difficult one, to understand because what you said was the, the uh, people on the other side put the wheels into motion, and I'm trying to right. see how those wheels work. Yeah, I was stunned. I'm going to say out of a lot of things I've done, I've done a lot of wonderful things, but when she ever said, "Oh, Kevin's my cousin, and Marina's the little girl," and I, I you know, I named the last name. She goes, "That's my last name." Yeah, you, you, you had, you, you were less um, doing this one. This, this wasn't like you were channeling particularly. You were part of it, but right. you weren't doing it. So you weren't doing it so consciously as you do with most of your clients. So you were, you were less uh, active in it. You were more a participant in it. Right. Uh, uh, which is a way of saying what you do before. But you, the. You said they put the wheels into motion to make this happen, and right. that's. And I'm just trying to see if you have some idea about what putting the wheels in motion from the other side is. It happens when there's a need, which is when coincidences happen. There happens when there's transition. That's when coincidences happen, which is what you're describing here. But somehow that the the way of thinking about cause has to do with an emanation from the other side into this world and what you used was the term the putting the wheels into motion and just trying to see how you conceptualize wheels into motion from out out there to here yeah um i did a bereavement group for quite a while and i found that to be very comforting to the people that were attending because they were desperate to reach someone very very Um, intensely and there was a family of sisters that came to see me and the youngest sister is very very um, innocent she was only like about 20 21 and the other girls are a little older but this young girl lost her father very suddenly it wasn't an illness he just you know God called him home he went to sleep and he didn't wake up and this girl naturally is having a very hard time so I kept singing the song pennies from heaven and her father used to collect coins that was his big thing he collected coins from everywhere and I said well you're going to get a coin in a very strange spot and she goes what do you mean I said he's going to put it there for you I said it's a sign from him So, you know, we finished the event at night, and the sisters all left. And the younger one, I guess, was driving everybody home. And when she got up to go to um, work the next morning, she was trying to put her seatbelt into the buckle, and she couldn't get it to stay in. So one of her, um, I think a neighbor came over and said, well, what's the problem? And he tried to fix it. He said, there's a penny in it. It's a penny in your buckle. And the kid was like, but I drove the car last night with my seatbelt. And she called the sisters who called me. And they were like, oh, my God, she is so thrilled. And I said, that's from your father, a penny from heaven. So he's letting you know, even though you can't see him physically, you're getting his attention. And he actually put a tangible object in your pathway to get your attention. So that was something that I really, really thought comforted this young girl and i i think it did <laughs> that's that, that's a good one we, we we have a 
about a minute and a half left in our on this segment and what i what i want to know what i want to know is just how did that penny get there and yeah me too i think it was her dad (laughs) i think he just said you know let's get a a little sign going because my baby needs that and i think that um she kept the coin she still has it and from what i understand it kind of gave her the knowledge that her dad is her guardian angel and he's never going to leave well uh, the the uh question for me is a similar question that i have about the relationship between the mind and the brain how does the mind influence the brain how does consciousness consciousness influence physical reality it's a major question in in those thinking about consciousness science how to make that connection between the spirit and the flesh and that's why i kept asking you and we're not going to get an answer to it but i just want you to know my question is mm-hmm. I, I somehow the there's a material the, the spirit world touches the material world and we don't know how it works and you're you're doing it you're making you're a conduit between the two you see it happen and i'm trying to see how it happens and i will continue to ask that question just because that's the way my mind works no that's wonderful because you know you are a physician you are a scientist but you're also into the metaphysical realm so you're trying to connect the two as one and i, I would say I I would say that it's God. I think it's God that gives us this spiritual connection, and I think that everything that happens comes from Him. 